pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast, where none of us will be hugging Roger Goodell this weekend. I don't think so, at least. It's Brian, Jason, Joe, and Kevin. Uh, fellas, I do have a confession. Uh, the secret is out after this past Monday's Raw, that I am, in fact, a member of WWE Creative. Let's rewind back two shows ago with our five count of names for Edge and Damian Priest's new group. Now, of course, Rated Archer got all the laughs. That was the best one. But my actual number one choice was this. Take a listen. Kevin had variations of this one uh judgment day judgment day so uh you know whenever they eventually become faces they can come out on the microphone they can say judgment day is here and the crowd will go nuts judgment day well look at that so yeah i'm a member of wwe creative by the way joe all that stuff about charlotte that's my bad all right that's Uh, my bad wait hold on hold on how do you see i don't know if we can believe you how do we know that you're not working us they couldn't listen to the podcast. I do know two people that work there. Well, don't I mean, aren't uh-huh. I usually honest with you guys? I'm a straight shooter, hombre. It's a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast about pro wrestling. I mean, you could be you could be wooting us right now, and you know, we don't know. Fair so the enough. Work might be in. I don't Ryan, have you're, my uh, my Stanford key card anymore. Oh, okay. You have, you have that, the that, level that's of, how you prove it. Yeah. You got the tire, Titan Towers card. You're we'll in. try to <laughs> try to produce that ah. for, for next ah. week. Well, what you're, I can produce and what we're, we are all producing is wrestling shirts per usual. With what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? Today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right. I, I will start. Uh, this was not a WWE employee shirt. Uh, <laughs> I was wearing the ECW shirt. I work at WWE and all I got was a stupid yeah. t-shirt. Hey, like, oh, I got to match stupid this t-shirt. This is in the bargain, bargain basement bin. No one's wearing ECW shirts anymore. Now, this was Kevin. And um, this is just a reminder because uh, you guys are more into this than me. But whenever we've been like buying shirts at any time, you're like the quality of the homage shirts. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. thank you. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Who's got a shirt? Who's got a Listen shirt? Listen up, slap nuts. It's simple. Don't piss me off, Brian, by saying you work at WWE. <laughs> I'm wearing the Jeff Jarrett. Listen up, slap nuts. With yellow sunglasses, not included in the purchase of the shirt. Uh, that's what I'm wearing from Pro Wrestling Tees, Jeff Jarrett. Kevin, you got the uh, the draft lion's hat on your head. What do you got on your uh, torso? I am dressed up as a jobber today. It's a sad day. Uh, yes, it is. Podcast. <laughs> this is my... My last shirt winnings from the Royal Rumble bets. I'm wearing mm. the Stars and Stripes challenge shirt with Lex Luger and Yoko Zuna on it. And Brian, I agree with you. 
Ahmed shirts are when you see the H, you know your skin is happy. You're completely correct. That should be their that that should be their marketing campaign. That's Maybe I'm on their slogan. creative. I know you're out of shirts, but Kevin, maybe we'll call an audible and we'll do picks for NXT spring break in next week for shirts. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we, yeah, we'd have to record early and we don't, yeah, yeah, it's just not gonna work. All right, Joe, wrap it up. Well, this is from the Marchuca crate around Christmas time, and I have now worn this two times more than I thought I'd ever wear this shirt. It is a Musafa Ali Chase the Light in the dark shirt. So I was like walking around the house with this thing on earlier, and my wife was like, you own a Musafa Ali shirt? I'm like, yes, and I've worn it twice. Blame Jason. Yeah, yeah, we got plenty of news on him coming. It's up. the same was... shirt. It's the same shirt that was seen this week. So, ha! Yeah. Your Mar- off, Joe. Marchuka crate two update. I've started curating for uh, December, so I wow. found some stuff. Yeah, it, maybe Ooh. it'll be a Christmas in July edition. <laughs> we, we might be. Already we could do it. We could do Christmas. We'd be, I'd be down for Christmas in July. Christmas Why not? In July. Look at what's that. Going, what's going? What's happening in July that would be important to us? We'll think about it. Yeah. There's, there might My be a birthday. couple couple things on there. Yeah. My birthday. All right. And, and Brian's. Yeah. yeah. Only child syndrome. America. America kind of claimed it first before me, but it's all America. Uh, <laughs> is, is this America? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll, we'll get into more of the specifics of, of our favorites in our five count, but we're, we're going to start off talking about 20 years of Randy Orton. They did the celebration on Raw this Monday night. Uh, but let's just have a little round table of just our impressions of Orton's career of now 20 years. You know, th- think about just what you felt about how he's been. Maybe where does he rank all time? I mean, if you're doing this for 20 years, you got to be having a pretty good position, I would think, in something like that. Uh, Kevin, something that I thought about ahead. this week was in the hundreds of wrestling t-shirts I own, I have never purchased a Randy Orton t-shirt. The closest I've come, I have a couple evolution t-shirts, but like, I've never really been a fan of Randy Orton. Not that he was, you know, he's, he's great. He always has been. It's very similar to my, my, I didn't really get into Daniel Bryan. Like he's another one. I never bought a Daniel Bryan shirt. because I just wasn't into him. So uh, as far as Monday night, they killed the video package. It was so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um, I have more, but the focus group says I talk too much. So, Kevin, what did you think uh, <laughs> of the segment? Real, no, real I, quick, I, though, Jay, was it because do you have a fear of snakes? Because a lot of a lot of Randy Orton shirts were like vipers. You know, <laughs> like, no? Okay. No, I mean, the RKO legend killer that looked like the NWO shirt yeah, might have been the closest, but I'm like, got enough nwo shirts i don't need you know a randy orton shirt but i mean the rk bro shirts are kind of fun i almost bought the 421 which doesn't make sense because i don't smoke weed but uh that could be one to flip down the road because you know someone will you know it it could be a a money maker you know but again the focus group said i talked too much so kevin what did you think of the randy orton segment no, I, 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 I enjoyed it a lot. And, and you kind of hit on the point where, you know, not being 
you know, guy didn't have a shirt. Like when I look back on it, I, I'd say he's in maybe my, my top, maybe 25 ish around there, maybe a little less. But the thing with it is he still looks like he's in his twenties. The dude is still shredded. The dude is still six pack, no ounce of fat on the guy. And he, and he still can keep it up in the ring. You know, uh, with with anybody, <laughs> crazy thing, especially at home in the bedroom. That's what our truth okay, gets on the mic to say. I don't think that's PG. <laughs> I don't think that's PG, Kevin. You know, and I was thinking about this, and in in the reason why consistency, and and especially during COVID, you know, at the performance center, he, like he was having fun there, and that was like when I really turned, you know, kind of like a one eighty of like, okay, I've always liked Randy. Right. But I've got more invested in him. I'll get more into that during, during my five count later, but that's the thing with Randy. And now it's like with the riddle stuff, it's not, it's, it is a must see on, on, on the TV, but yeah, I like the video package. I thought, thought it was good. Just didn't seem like 20 years. That's the crazy thing. Like when you look at Brett, Sean, you know, those guys after 20 years look old. <laughs> that's the thing. And Randy's Looks like he can go for another 20. That's that's the crazy thing. That that is the crazy thing with, with a lot of you know ups and downs uh in the life, some demons, but conquered them and, and doing great stuff. Joe. When you say 20 years, it's a different era though, because he came in at like what 21, 22 years old. And you think of 20 years, Miz is at 16. Wow. Think about that. In four years, we're going to be getting the 20th anniversary of The Miz. <laughs> I'm all for that. I, I am too, but it's like, I look at Randy Orton as, okay, you can say consistent now, the beginning of his career, a <laughs> lot more downs and ups because he was injured a lot, and we'll talk about that later. I don't have him in my top 10 of all time. Okay. I have him as a cons- uh, basically a good worker, that you can always put into the main event and brings uh, legitimacy to it. He doesn't need the championship to be considered great. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's no arguing on that one. But you're never going to say that Randy Orton is going to be in the same category as guys like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Undertaker, Ric Flair, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock was only around for really, what, six years? And he has a bigger legacy than Randy Orton does. But Orton's more along the lines of someone like Kane, Foley, Edge, guys that are just their, their constant main event features and they bring legitimacy to it. And in four years, we'll probably, I'll probably be saying the same thing about the miss. Well, Randy said on McAfee show, he wants to go another 10. Well, I can see awesome. that. He's only, he's only what? Not. He's only like what? 41, 42 years old. I no. think he should Look be the up. one to break Ric Flair's record to beat John Cena's title record, but he doesn't even care. I mean, he said that he does not want to go to Hollywood. He'll go and do auditions because his wife makes him go, but he's never really wanted to be on TV or 
in the movies and stuff like that. So we'll go to the papers if he has to. <laughs> is that in your five count? Is that a preview? Joe? No, it, it was. It's this it's in my Kevin list of ten twenty count. Yeah. It was it was it was thought of. The so paper. I had to say it. He'll go to the papers if he has to. <laughs> Randy Orton is forty two. His birthday's on uh, April Fool's Day. So um, he's so actually yeah, 43 then, you, you know, it's well, no, no, he just turned 40. He just turned 42. I, I, I know I meant April fool. Oh, I got <laughs> nice. Nice work. Um, yeah. 1980 uh, was, was Randy Orton. And I think he's, he's really the poster child. Uh, you know, I, I'm now thinking because of this push of a uh, theory, I had to catch myself and not say Austin theory. He's kind of the poster child of JR. young you know, start from scratch wrestler to become this main event player for so, so long. He really did it. And Joe, you're right. He had some inconsistencies. He had some injuries. He talked a little bit about on the Austin podcast, the demons, you know, he had some clearly some drug things going on as well, but yeah, Jay, you said it. He's right there, man. I mean, 14 championships. You think about that. You could pull something together to have him end up tying, breaking Ric Flair's record. And when it comes to things being now, I would be down for a him versus Roman feud. I know he's got it, the RK bro thing, but that's a legitimate thing that I can't recall really since Shield versus Evolution. I don't really, really remember these guys getting together like that. If we don't get the Roman Seth, Dean Ambrose triple threat at WrestleMania next year. I'd be okay if it was Roman and Randy in the uh, main event. And, in there. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting now with this version of Randy Orton, you know, like you said, he's having fun. You know, yeah. Oh, w- yeah. Will, will they, will, won't they break up RK bro? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't think it should happen anytime soon, but you know, let him just have fun. Let him go work with new young guys and, you know, be the, the Terry Funk of WWE when Terry Funk was an ECW, you know, I just think that he has my attention now when before he never did, because we're seeing he's doing podcasts and he did the bump and he did McAfee show we're seeing a new side of this guy that, hell, 10 years ago, if he'd have done this, maybe I would have liked him and bought a bunch of shirts. And, of course, WWE Shop starting to put his retros back up. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if there's ever a buy one, get one, maybe I'll get a freebie in there. But, yeah, I'm excited to see what's next and whether it's Randy turns on Riddle. I would prefer Riddle to turn on Randy and become the new legend killer and starting Ooh. with Randy. So, yeah. um, but. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I would prefer that there be no turn and they just pull the whole New Day uh, type of thing where they're still together, but they're going their separate ways to go uh, singles as well. But they can still always, uh, you know, their their tag matches can always come out of nowhere and have an RK-Bro reunion or matchup. I'm with you, Joe. I, I think that'd be perfect way to go. And we'll see. You can always... So those seeds of dissension down the road, but I think right now it's just riding the wave and boy, that's another thing just because he's been mostly singles his career, his hot tag 
is the best. People go ape shit for it. He comes in, he does that fast power slam. He does the little DDT off the rope thing. He does the pounding of the mat for the RKO. The crowd loves it. That's like my favorite part about the actual matches with uh, with him and Riddle, depending his, on who His real him. awkward clotheslines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clotheslines. <laughs> yeah, there's little short clotheslines. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's had a hell of a run, man. And like you said, we've all said it's it's still going and it could be for quite a while. So we have a SmackDown still to go. I know it's been taped. I haven't looked at the spoilers. Uh, you I haven't. Know, huh? I haven't either. <clears throat> I'm just surprised. You're like Joe Spoiler. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I I and it was maybe one of those like I kind of saw something, but I didn't really pay much attention to it. But yeah, the the WWE is doing a European tour. And so they decided to tape SmackDown, I guess, a, a week earlier. But so a, I guess as time of recording, uh, Roman Reigns doesn't have a match at WrestleMania Backlash. We, we thought initially something would be happening with Nakamura, uh, but that hasn't gone anywhere. And he seems to really just be occupied with the Usos RK Bro unification fund, you know. Um, I'm guessing, I haven't looked this up, but I'm guessing this would be the first pay-per-view or premium live event that... He hasn't, as a company employee, I have to say it the right way. He hasn't had a match. He hasn't had a match on one of these since he returned at SummerSlam 2020. I think he's been on every single one. So, guys, what do you think? If Roman isn't on Mania Backlash, are you, like, less interested? Are you okay with that? It's it's a little, seems kind of out of the box if that's the case. Kev, you want to start? Kind of, it kind of stales it, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm pumped for Cody and Seth so much from it. Like, yeah. if if that match didn't exist, you know, and maybe maybe even Randy and you no know, and Riddle, there's there's a lot of good matches. That that's the thing. I don't. I think my interest is still still pretty dang high. But of course, the attraction's Roman. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's a little little stinker if he's not on, but. I'm still pumped for it. It's Ro- put it this way. I'm pumped for the follow-up to Mania more this time than I have in, in recent years. Well, this past Monday on Raw was more the what should have been the Raw after WrestleMania. That show yeah, we're gonna was that. so we said good. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Roman slayed the beast at WrestleMania. He deserves a little bit of a break. So I'm okay if he's not on the show. I imagine he'll be involved with the Usos against Arcade Bro for the unification, which I'm okay if that's the main event. Yeah, it, it's maybe trending that way. I yeah, typically the Usos are the opening match, but it could be the uh, main event. And Kevin, it's weird that you say that you're, you think it dulls it, but all those years before, sorry, Brian, I know you're towing the company line, when they were pay-per-views, and Brock wasn't on for months as champion. And you never had a problem with that. But Ooh, Roman misses one. I'm not saying burn. I have a problem with it. I say it does it because I, I get excited to see Roman. But you but it was never a problem when Brock wasn't on for months. I, I didn't That's my question. I'm like, I'm not trying to like with Roman not being on. The dude might be sick, right? You guys got heat. But yeah, Roman we, Roman is a full time employee though, with like Brian. Brock yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> Brian's doing his internship right now. And he's like, I, he's like, like, I made a video of Dexter Loomis in The Simpsons. Please watch <laughs> again. And I've watched it three thousand times. 
that, that was part of my uh, resume submission was <laughs> sending in that amazing video I did. Um, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, at, at the Brock match, we all kind of thought like, Oh, did Roman get hurt for real? Like maybe, maybe he's nursing an injury, but I just haven't seen anything confirmed, confirmed officially on that. And yeah, as long as he's involved in this Usos RK bro thing, I think that's totally fine. And, uh, and has he had any physical contact with anyone in the ring since mania? So he could be injured. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he has. And so maybe he has, he hugged, he hugged Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. He did hug Nakamura. Um, (laughs) we were all confused by that, but no more than (laughs) Nakamura was confused the most. Yeah, I'm I'm all right with it. Um, as long as he's still yeah involved, he's the one who like declared Usos go get me the tag title. So you know it seems like he's still at least active in in that sense. But it's yeah, when I really thought about it, eh, it really hasn't happened. It's always well. Th- well, think about it. Like whoever would be against him would just be you know they wouldn't win. So why yeah. have the match? Yeah, we who all cares? thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. It's just it was a weird. Cause we thought we had the setup with Nakamura, right? We're like, Oh, that's what they're doing. Cause boobs is hurt. And now we, that could be fun. And then it just was forgotten about. So eh, neither here nor there. Um, speaking of upcoming shows though, uh, we talked uh, cause the news had come out uh, last week's dynamite about the AEW new Japan pro wrestling forbidden door show uh, coming up in June in Chicago. Well, this, this had made the rounds a little bit. I don't know if we talked about this and then it was, really put to light officially um, that yes, this was an actual thing that uh, story in sports illustrated that had WWE had its way, the for, quote unquote forbidden door would have not opened in AEW. Uh, Tony Khan was not the only one seeking to get a relationship with new Japan WWE president and chief revenue officer, Nick Khan, uh, no relation. Um, made overtures to New Japan last year. And Sports Illustrated confirmed this, that they wanted New Japan to be the exclusive partner with WWE, no longer with AEW. And I guess it all started with uh, Danielson's contract, that he was looking for some other ways. He's interested in New Japan. And that's really what got the ball rolling for those talks, um, trying to come up with these solutions to keep you know, Daniel Bryan into the fold. Um, Tony Khan found out, and I don't know if you guys remember, he cut that like funny promo. With no, 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 no. Hmm. Awkward. Not funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Awkwardly funny. Of her, yes. Yeah. He had the sunglasses on. Um, you know, he called out Nick Khan. There's, you know, he called him a con man in Connecticut. Right. Very, very silly. Um but yeah, could you imagine if this agreement came together? Um, do you think it'd be a good fit like it is with AEW where they just seem like they're natural partners? I'll tell you, I don't at all. <laughs> I can't see it. WWE's just in their own world of thing that I can't even picture like, you know, Byron Saxton saying, oh, Okada, whoa, here he comes. You know, I just, it seems so weird to me. No, yeah, it feel like work. I do or what? It, it it wouldn't work. It'd be fun, but you know, it's the whole wrestling versus sports entertainment thing, you know. Yeah. Not exactly. to be punny, but WWE is its own universe. Yeah. So like it wouldn't make sense. Uh it would be cool to see Okada 
and Osprey and Jay White and some of those talents in WWE. But we just saw with Kushida in NXT, they, they made him a, a, a take your pants off and jacket joke for yeah. six months. Yeah. And now he's gone. So, like I said, it's more about wrestling versus sports entertainment. And that's why it works with uh, AEW, even though there's still sports entertainment. It's just not as much. You feel the same, Joe? Yeah, because I think they have a better uh, connection with the AEW Galaxy and New Japan. Matter of, like, the bells and whistles are very similar. Styles of their uh, wrestlers, entertainers versus WWE, it wouldn't work out. And it would, I think it would dull New Japan's uh, presentation because WWE is on a different level when it comes comes to their presentation of everything, like the pop and circumstance and the lighting and the fireworks and the like the show would look and then you compare that to new japan and aew it looks darker it looks like more gritty so i think that aew and new japan and even impact if there was like a like three doors opening three doors down would be the name of that pay-per-view would be fine because they all are very similar but wwe they they don't need to be partnered with anyone else. Let there's them a, be. Yeah, there's a kryptonite joke in there somewhere with your three doors down remark. Yeah, Joe, I such a loser. <laughs> yeah, I can't see. I can't see it. Um, like, could you picture like think about Cody's tattoo floating graphic thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see that happening. Kev, you, you in agreement here? Or no, I I agree. I agree. I yeah. I just don't think it would work. Maybe the the only fun thing that would be is if. The WWE did a tour of Asia and they and they did more, say, uh, uh, like a big Wrestle Kingdom type event yeah. with those WWE wrestlers there. But I just don't think it would work. And, it would, and be, it, it it would, would just work be NXT like Japan. Time. Right. Yeah. It's not their time for WWE and New Japan. Was another three doors down song. Uh, go nice. ahead. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't really know the one. <laughs> Good job. Now I gotta look up the rest of them and see if you I can tell you more. Keep, keep talking. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Spotify. Wow. Going to Spotify, but uh, and another thing too, it's like you look at AEW for almost three years. Cody came from the center tunnel, and he was never as big as a pop or star as the one night he returns for WrestleMania with the same entrance. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me something with Duck and Run landing in London. Or changes go. Mm. Duck and Run is a new tag team. I think we got we got James okay. James Duck and Steve Run. Duck okay. and Run. Well, I was gonna say WWE was was going after New Japan, but New Japan, you know, they just duck and duck and ran. Yeah, well, I did the. Play. There would have to be a lot more changes to the main roster names for New Japan to oh be incorporated. Yeah. I just think that they would have to go farther away from the sun to yeah, that's a good make one. this deal happen. Away from the sun, yeah. Um, you, you talk about having a match in Japan and what that would look like. I'd have to look it up because when uh, the Triple H retirement made it official, I think I saw somebody posted it on Twitter that <laughs> his last match was in Japan and, and he teamed up with Nakamura. 
against whoever it was. I'll, I'll have to look that up and see if I can find that. And then it was like somebody needs to put up the actual footage of it. It was like a Japan house show that they did. And it ended up being Triple H's last match. So wasn't it against Corbin? I don't know. It might Triple have been. H's last match in Japan yeah, you see was this? where he teamed with Nakamura to take on Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode. Hey, I wasn't even okay. close. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That'd be fun to see. That'd be fun to see. All right. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, let's get into Raw. Because, uh, yeah, I think we're all in agreement by like halfway into the show. It's like scratching my head. Like, what is going on? Like, we, we got Becky Lynch's back. We've got. We've got Oscar back. We've got Ali. What the hell? I mean, it was it was all over the place. It, it was amazing in that sense of just the show that is, is so paint by numbers most weeks was like, whoa, my, my head was spinning. Main event, Ezekiel. I love it. Ezekiel, the main event with the tassels. I'm ready oh, to speak yes. with Zeke. I want to <laughs> speak tassels. with Zeke. Speaking with Zeke, that's right. Um, what did you guys make of the returns? I guess, you know, we've got Becky who's, who's even more obsessive Oscar who, who seemed like she just, you know, she, she could have been on the week before she's exactly the same and Ali who, you know, they, they flat out addressed it. Uh, first off, Miz did make me laugh with a, wait, are you Mufasa? Mufasa. <laughs> <This girl>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I laughed at that. Um, but they flat out addressed it. Like, oh, you took your ball, went home. Um, but yeah, what did, you, what, what did it for you guys, man? What did you guys enjoy about these? As the resident previous Raw hater, I can just basically say that this was like probably the most fun I've watched Raw in a very long time. It felt more like the Raw after Mania than the actual Raw after Mania. And the thing is, they just, they could have just done one return. But, you know, Becky, we knew was coming. Yeah, they announced that was coming. But Asuka, when you heard that, I'm like, I was happy for two reasons. One, been waiting for her to come back. And two, she's not on SmackDown. Keep her away from uh, she who shall not be pinned. And then we have um, Ali. Love that he came back because it wasn't expected. These are the moments that make you think that anything can happen on a Monday night. And they proved it. And they don't have to do it week after week. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Um, you know, I, I, I like this Ezekiel thing. As, as cheesy as it is, Kevin Owens losing his mind about the lie detector test though what was kind of weird um was the randy orton celebration when veer who's supposed to be this badass bad guy was just hanging at ringside the miz bad guy (laughs) hanging at ringside the week before when theory won the u.s title it was only the bad guys that came out to celebrate with him so um i just it was a great episode of raw what was not great about Raw was the fucking crowd. Knoxville, yeah, get I know you off had a problem the schedule. Just because yeah. Kane's the mayor doesn't mean you have to go there three times a year. They haven't. They're not coming to LA for the foreseeable future. Probably not until WrestleMania next year. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Now it's turd, turd of a crowd. Well, I guess when Cody's standing on the uh, on the t- middle turnbuckle, and then they could do the backstage segment. I forget who and it the was. commercials. Yeah. And it was like he's out there for like fifteen minutes. And then you remember, it's like, wait, 
Cody's still in there and he's going like this to the crowd. Like, oh my God. But there's like times where it's like, yeah, the crowd was just dead. Like, I mean, like life support type dead, like three people jumping up. It was, it was bad. They need to be demoted to, to a B town. They, they need glorified house shows. I remember when raw used to be top of the top SmackDown used to get, you know, more, more of the B's. Now it's like SmackDown crowds are hot. Yeah, that that crowd was that crowd was absolutely terrible. Absolutely well, I'll tell terrible. you, you know, Raw was in Detroit the Monday, the week after the day after WrestleMania. Um, and I thought about it. You know, Cody just came back. Like this is going to be pretty cool. But something about God, it's a long fucking show. And again, hey, forty-two years old, right? But yeah, like it's Monday night. It's three hours, maybe a dark match afterward maybe there's main event matches before and i'm like i'm good that's 12 30 <laughs> at night you're getting home you'd have yeah. cody, you'd have got to see cody versus miz i know i know yeah like yeah and the lie detector test it would have been a good show it was a good show it was but i like and it. brian I, I don't know if you know i don't know if you know this you don't have to stay the whole time oh i feel weird about that no, you don't have to go do. for dark matches yeah. well no for the three hours yes but you don't need to stay for the dark matches. I, I mean, it's you know just something you're going to see on the pay per view as they practice. Yeah. So I don't know, but the last time Brian and I went to a RAW together, the after segment was John Cena's birthday Cena's celebration, birthday. and yeah. seeing Hornswoggle run down the uh, ramp and Great <laughs> Khali sing Happy Birthday. Uh, yeah, we had to stay for that. All the all the divas like. Ju- jumped on him at once if i remember right mm-hmm. and cm punk is the one who led the celebration was it really yeah wow because it was after mania 28 so and oh my god like he was a uh, top of he was a champion at the time so okay yeah him and jericho there okay the last dark match the last time i stayed for an after raw was when i had my starring role in uh fighting with my family for oh, when the page right. movie because yep, yep. they filmed after raw at the rock and yeah. selena played aj lee and i was in the movie and yeah it was the last uh dark match thing i've seen after a yeah. raw so um and, and one little quick point that was a hell of a speaking of slap nuts jay that was a hell of a slap by sonia deville on carmella whoa <laughs> <laughs> that match was a little bizarre, but that slap afterward. Oh, God damn. Okay. I, I yelled at the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. That was good. That was really good. And I think Graves was a little shook because they went from that yeah. to the three shot of the commentators. And I'm like, hmm. he it's looked shook. Right. Yeah. Come on. Uh, NXT, just a, a couple other quick things on that uh roderick strong has brought in the viking raiders i know that's a favorite of yours jay yeah i love um, those guys so yeah they'll love be taking guys. on the creed brothers next week at the spring break-in show uh another week of new names uh, oh so many Kate, <laughs> who can keep track we'll try uh casey catanzaro she's now katana chance and, and jay you posted <laughs> They did, they did the backstage interview with her about the name change. Do you want to get into this or you want me to? Yeah, okay, so I, I it, it was it was just the weirdest thing. And when it happened, I literally was like, um, what? And then WWE tweeted the clip. Yeah. And I 
quote tweeted it and I said, um, what? It was just like, you know, they were playing these like raver girl gimmicks where they would go to the fe- festivals and they'd have glow sticks and shit. And they got the country boys that go to a concert with them. And then she was talking about how she likes to drink whiskey and shake it. (laughs) I don't know, man. I didn't. Um, what? That is my, I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, I do get it. Cause we talked about it last week. Vince doesn't want people with real names. So a lot of people have had their names changed. This one being, you know, she was most notable for being on American Ninja Warrior. Yes. Um, She quit and then came back to NXT and they put her in this team. The team works because they're like three feet tall. Uh, The name thing, this one, um, what? Yeah. I just, the, the explanation is so like, you know, now you know me as Casey, but there's another girl and her name's Katana who drinks whiskey and that's me. And I, yeah, I was like, so wait, you're going to be bringing a bottle of Jack Daniels to the ring next week. Is that because if you're if you're that girl, then what, what was the spring breaking sponsored by Jack Daniels? <laughs> hey, so, so we got that. We got uh, Kaylee Ray as Alba Fire, and she's got a, a baseball bat that was on fire. So hopefully she's bringing that to the ring every week. Um, also, this one it's it's been established as a new because she's new on the roster. But I, I'm keeping an eye on this one. Um, her name's Roxanne Perez. She lost to Mandy Rose, and she was the last uh, Ring of Honor champion before they took their sabbatical, uh, if that's the right word for Ring of Honor. But um, her, her name there was Roxy. So Roxanne Perez, that totally fits. Love that. Um, she's super cute. She kind of has an AJ Lee vibe to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she seems pretty damn talented. So I'm keeping an eye on her. Um, and we also got, because they're doing the uh, like women's breakout tournament. Guys, Santino Morella's daughter's in this. Yeah. Did you see this? Holy cow. Her her uh her name on the show is Ariana Grace and her real name is Bianca Corelli. But my goodness, Santino done good. Whoa, mama mia. Just saying. So we got that. We so Brian, got, yeah. you're a WWE employee. Are you allowed to be Brian Christie on this podcast now, or do we need to get you a new name? Oh it's Brianson. Actually, HR just called. Brian oh. got accused of sexual harassment. That's no true. longer in uh, WWE. Uh-huh. That's true. My reign of terror is over in about wow. 30 minutes or, or whatever that was. We all, wow. yeah, we, I didn't touch on Raw. We had another one. It's just Ciampa now. No more yeah. Tomas. Yeah, I noticed that too. I'm okay. And he turned that. heel. Yeah, he turned heel. He, he beat up Ali. So there's a, there's a sentence that you wouldn't have uh, expected on like Monday at 7 p.m. of <laughs> a heel <laughs> Ciampa is going to beat up Ali on Raw. Uh, say what? Um, so then we yeah, we had we had Joe Gacy do a, a show ending promo. Rick Steiner comes out, says Braun's cleared. He beats up the Druids. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still not a fan. It's <laughs> this bizarro world. I love got it. anything for me, Jay? Though you got I anything? love Joe Gacy. I love it all. The all Rick right. Steiner part was weird. It, it really was. just was. But like yeah. uh, again, I'm not sure what the connection with the Druids and Joe Gacy. He I've, had his guy Harland, who was like his like big muscle guy. Haven't seen him in weeks. He hasn't been around, so I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, but Braun coming back and just literally destroying like fifteen guys. Yeah, I'm here for it. I, I'm down. <laughs> oh my god! All right, 
Um, let's move to AEW. Just two quick things. So, uh, you know, I love what they're doing with Wardlow still coming down in the cuffs. You know, great match with Lance Archer. That's fun. Big two. That Hurricane Rana was awesome by yeah. Wardlow. Big, so cool. Big meaty men slapping meat, as Big E said. Um, and MJF teases that we're getting big cast or, or W Morrissey, as he's called, an uh, impact for next week. So we'll see if that happens. I can't teach that. That's right, Joe. Um, and the main event, um, Scorpio Sky is now the TNT champion once again. Uh, oh they had the God. ladder match. Uh, Worst Jay, ladder match ever. Jay has some strong feelings on oh it. Oh, my we'll, God, yeah. We'll let you just simmer, simmer down. Simmer down now. Yeah, simmer down. You 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 wrap it up for us, um, Joe. Why don't you start on the ladder match? How you how you enjoyed anything with that and anything on AEW? Well, we'll start with AEW, but you can't start AEW without hearing cult of personality for some reason every single oh week, God. no matter what. <laughs> it goes to AEW. Light the fuse. Light the fire. Ah, Wait. Okay. Look I, in I, my I, eyes. So they are bringing over that Big Bang Theory crowd. So they got to play music that the Big Bang Theory crowd would know. Yes, that's true. Uh, that's couldn't they just point. play bare naked lady something? It doesn't matter, but it's <laughs> and then he, and it's like, oh, he's not having a match. We're gonna see uh, FTR uh, wrestle each other, which was a good match. That was <laughs> so I was, good. I was very, so very. into that, and I, I it was like FTR, and they're wearing the Bret Hart tights, <laughs> even though he's not there and he's not going to be there. I thought that was good, except for like they kept. I felt like Tony was ruining the match when he kept constantly going, what do you think about this CM Punk? What do you think about this CM? You know, hey, everybody, this is a great match going on, but let's talk about Poochie over here. No, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really over the oversaturation of CM Punk, but that's my only thing on that one. Next would be, let's go to the main event. I didn't hate the ladder match as much as Jason did. I don't like the fact that the TNT championship is turning into the 24 seven champion where it's constantly changing. Like every other week, it seems like, and they yeah. keep defending. Shouldn't they defend the, shouldn't the TNT <laughs> champion be on rampage and the TBS champion be on uh, dynamite TBS? and not the other way around. Yeah. The TBS one, but yeah. instead we got the TBS champion on rampage and we got the TNT tapes. champion on dynamite. They can't put Jade on live TV. That's what it boils down to. Yep. Oh, and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not really into Britt Baker mean girl. Like I'm not really into her, like constantly trying to do the Tony storm, um, cake bit and then saying ruby soho shouldn't you be in catering it's like i like her better as the i'm gonna whoop your ass not the uh, i'm just gonna keep doing insider stuff that only guys like us get mm -hmm. that's interesting um yeah i'm gonna give that one some more time my my only thing with the ladder match was the second to last bump was sammy going off the ladder landing into the ladder with the quote-unquote barbed wire and he got up like it seemed and like 10 seconds later rope. yeah i was like wait no cell whatsoever yeah and then the then like the the finishing bump was like him just falling to the mat off the ladder but that was enough for him to stay down i was like that's a little puzzling um kev and then jay you can wrap up yeah uh 
I, I thought the FTR match was was fantastic. I yeah, that was that's fun. That was unique for those guys. Yeah, right? it was it was awesome. Uh, I I loved it. That, that that's that's the highest thing I can say. As I I really enjoyed that match. The ladder match didn't dislike it nowhere near as Jay. I'd say uh, the amount of booze that Sammy and and Conti get in the makeout sessions are are, are yeah. absolutely disgusting. But they're doing a fantastic job getting a lot of heat. I did not like Paige Van Zandt and the just the constant like you know where they just punch each other so fast in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I think it happened three times, three times. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they double kicked each other. They, like it was just took away from uh, Scorpio and Sammy. There was some good action in it, but it wasn't anything like we we just didn't see with Cody, like weeks or months back like it was it was an okay match i enjoyed it but it didn't do anything for me but i did like it how scorpio did win dude dude is dude is phenomenal he's I've one said that scorpio i've said scorpio sky should have been in the main event picture from day one of aew yeah. uh, well, he i've was seen SCU a lot of when we were in chicago right mm-hmm. yeah. frankie frankie and uh, uh chris daniels Fulton. yeah daniels but what'd you it's- think Jay? <laughs> um, dun, dun, dun. I love the FTR match. I I had a conversation with someone before AEW yesterday, and I wish they would have done like one in pink and black tights, and another one, the other one in black and pink tights. Like the main color be the same colors but reversed. Like anyone, yeah, yeah. wearing the same tights. Okay, I get it. Owen Hart, blah blah. Um, the Wardlow stuff was fun. The main event, Paige Van Zant is garbage. Her best asset is her Instagram page. The just keep her out. Let her train for a while before they just start shoehorning her in. And the barbed wire, I think that was made by Jazzwares, the company that makes the AEW toys, because <laughs> every bump into Bar barbed wire, right? They no cuts, no scratches, no blood, no thanks. Scorpio and did sell it a little bit when he landed on, I, I, on the. It Spanish doesn't matter because he went like this at least for a good two minutes. Yeah, kudos to him. But when the barbed wire doesn't stick to any of your body or your mm-hmm. tights, that that looks kind of bad. And uh, I wish I would have thought of this. Brian sent it to me after our group discussion last night. Sammy dropped the TNT title so quick, they called it Pam. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw. Oh, I think Brian retweeted. I, or I, something. Think I, must I was like, oh, I feel so bad. Uh, I really want to press like or the heart thingy. And I'm like, oh, I can't. And I'm like, I want to. Yes, and then I can. think about I think about his ex-fiance in the ring, just so happy. And now I'm like, where is she? That was such a weird thing. Living at her mom's or something. Like that was a weird thing. They, <laughs> they did that in the <laughs> they did that in the ring. The whole thing, happy engagement, and it seemed like it was like two months later. He's doing the thing with Conti, and you know, hey, everybody, it's their personal business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not judging, but it oh, was there's an upgrade. Like, Wait, what just happened? Massive Whoa, up, Kevin. Wow, massive. Well, yeah, upgrade. I mean, she's smoking hot. Huh? Yeah, don't no disagree. Yeah. And Pam is Pam. Pam is Pam. 
Yeah. Yeah, but hot can be crazy if you follow the Amber Johnny Depp uh news. She took a shit. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't that legal podcast. Is it bad? Oh man. I'm out of the loop. All right. So let's uh put a bow on AEW and, and we talked about it at the intro. Uh, really when we got into Randy Orton, 20 years of his career. That brings us to this week's five count. That wrestling podcast presents the five count. Top five Randy Orton moments. This was fun. Lot, a lot of good stuff. And, uh, I found just minutes before we recorded that WWE put out a top 20 moments on YouTube. And even there's oh. a couple on there that I, uh, I pulled and, and there wasn't anything really different that I added to mine, but I was like, Oh God, I forgot about that. So uh, who would like to go first? I'll go. I'll go first again. Why not? Uh, number multiple f- weeks in a row. Look at you. I know. Show. Right. Number five would be the first lines of meeting with uh, Riddle. What planet are you from? Earth? Shut up. That made me crack oh, up. If you remember right. that. What planet? That. What planet are you from? Yeah, Earth? Earth? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you knew something good was about to happen. Yeah. So uh, that was the start of RK bro. So I'm going to say his number five was the beginning of RK bro where he's at right now. Number four goes back 20 years ago. RNN updates. Yeah, that's a good, I love those because it's like, why do I care about this stupid rookie and his shoulder injury? But then the next was like, it's at 30%. Then the next week I had a slip and it's at 22 and I'm like, Oh no, not 22, not Randy. And I'm like, I don't care. But then I was like, okay, this guy's kind of uh, entertaining. But then when he came back, he wasn't really that guy. He was like put right into evolution. So it's like, but the RNN updates, I thought was showing that, okay, we, they are invested. Yeah. Those were good, especially because of the weird numbers of percentage. Yeah. Like, the random like, percentage like of 50%. Yeah. It's like, I'm 62%, you know, those but then the next are. week it's like, I slipped at the pool and yeah. now it's down to 34 and I'm like, yeah. no, don't no. worry. Yeah. Number three, kissing an unconscious Stephanie. Yeah. In the ring with Triple H handcuffed. That was sinister. That was definitely the Viper. Uh, I got to be quick because Jason, it looks like he's about to do the breaking news comment. Uh, Number two, because three fourths of us were there, winning Rumble 2009. Yes, sir. And number one, spitting on Foley to kick off. The WrestleMania backlash match. Oh, sorry, just backlash. It wasn't WrestleMania backlash then. But <laughs> uh, spitting on Foley, the start of the Legend Killer, the match that made his career, which he even admits, if it wasn't for Mick Foley, he wouldn't be in the position he's in right now. So easy number one for me. Nice, nice shout out to Mick Foley on Raw for sure. Go With ahead, the Nick. 20th pick in the NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pick Kenny Pickett from the University of Pittsburgh. That's that early. So bad. That's early. Close to home. That's crazy. crazy. Uh, anyway, anyway, the, dude, the dude from Liberty is probably should have been taken. Malik I, Willis. That was, that was the rumor for a long time. Guns are massive. That dude has yeah. huge arms. 
All right, so I'm going to play the role of Kevin. <laughs> For my five count, I actually have six. Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> just kidding, Kevin. I have an honorable mention. Uh, this isn't a good thing, but it was just that's so Randy at the time. Uh, he was booked to be in the Marine sequel uh, and then got booted because of Stolen Valor. Uh, if you don't know, he was a Marine. Oh, yeah. He yeah, went AWOL and got a dishonorable discharge. And when it was announced that Randy was going to be in the Marine, the Marines were like, nah, bro, not happening. So uh, it was just because at the time, Randy was just fucking up left and right. And this just added to that 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 mythology of, you know, screw-ups. Uh, number five, there was a time, uh, you know how he drops to his knees and pounds the mat? Well, he did it the one time and he came up, he broke his hand while hitting the mat. I, I laughed my ass when I thought that was great. That's my number five. Number four, um, Brooke Hogan needing a mop bucket after looking uh, at Randy in the back parking lot, uh, which then led to Randy giving the RKO to Hulk Hogan on the hood of a car, which then began, I believe, the Legend Killer storyline, or at least uh, continued. Uh, number three, uh, over the course of COVID and the pandemic and, and quarantine, I became a fan of NASCAR. So in 2000, uh, Kyle Busch, who is like NASCAR's like bad guy, everybody hates Kyle Busch, or they really love Kyle Busch. They did a bit where Kyle Busch gave Randy a NASCAR with his face on it. Uh, it was a $200,000 car, and it ended up getting destroyed by Kofi Kingston. Uh, they threw paint on oh, it. They yeah. destroyed it. I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. That was fun. Um, number two for me is the uh, the RKO out of nowhere to Seth Rollins at Mania 32. I was there. Uh, he was going for the curb mm -hmm. stomp, and they flipped it. It was awesome. And then for uh, number one is the uh, RNN special reports. There's oh, one specific one. Mm. There is one specific one. Uh, it was a, he had bad news. His sling that he was wearing for his shoulder was rubbing a little too hard and it broke the skin open. And the doctors had to apply antibiotic ointment to then repair and stop the infection. I laughed so hard at that one. I, have, I, I pulled it up today. And I don't know why it stuck with me all these years, but like I was like, yeah, that's it. And then uh, another one from RNN was uh, it was it wasn't an RNN yet. It was like the, the it was the it was the the RNN intro, and they had a different one every week. And it was like, I love women, and they love me. And I'm like, oh, this guy <laughs> fucking rules. And then every time that the RNN thing would pop up, Jr. Every time. Oh, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> you know what it is because it happened four weeks in a row, JR. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are my five plus the honorable mention. Uh, yeah. My did Randy they also Orton. have a crawl at the bottom, too, during the uh, RNN they updates? They did. I, I watched 11 minutes of those uh, <laughs> earlier today. It's <laughs> amazing. Kev, do you want to go next or last, yeah, buddy? I, I'll, I'll uh, go next. Uh, <clears throat> number five. Even though the, the tag team, I think, did more losing to DX on a, a very consistent basis 
than doing anything, uh, something that I wish they would have achieved. But I really enjoyed uh, just everything about Rated RKO. Uh, you know, I'm an edge guy. That was that was the beginning of me probably, you know, getting more interested in, into Randy. Uh, it was kind of during his dark days too. Uh, I, so much, so much talent. I just feel that DX just had to shine literally every single time when they went against those guys. Uh, kind of similar to, to Edge. Uh, number four, I just I put everything about RK, bro. Everything since those two guys gone together. Not I know Joe mentioned <laughs> the first line. There, there's not a time where those two aren't on on the screen or in the ring where you know we're probably not all smiling or laughing, right? Who would have guessed Randy could have been such a comedic comedic genius with with Riddle? So it, it's just it's fantastic stuff. Number three, the whole Mick Foley uh, Randy hardcore match. You know, start off with the spit, just so brutal, so brutal, and and. You know, even Randy says that's one of his favorite matches of all time. Mix, mix, so complimentary of it. Loved it 100%. Number two, I put several on here. I just put, labeled it the punts. But specifically, specifically, August 10th, 2020 is when he did it to Ric Flair. So many back and forth camera shots. And it was just you know, you saw Rick going off and, and Randy's just like almost like scared after he did it. And Rick's just laying there. And then a week later, he does it to Sean. Uh, it was it was just so good. And then number one, similar with the punts, I have two RKOs out of nowhere. You know, the memes were crazy with that. T-shirts, crazy. People doing videos, uh, people jumping in pools, uh, sports stars doing it. Uh, the Seth Rollins, of course. And then Evan Bourne with his shooting star press one. I just, I always rank that as one of like the coolest, just Randy's just so quick and just right there at the exact right time. Not really ever a botch on him, which is the fantastic part because, you know, with uh, uh, Brian, you mentioned with, with Randy, uh, was it the snap suplex? Not the snap suplex, it's a uh, power slam, right? Yeah. That little quick turn power slam. Him, him and Goldust are two of the absolute Goldust, best yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Randy, I'm just like, Dude really doesn't mess up that RKO ever, but the Evan Bourne one is just, it's always, you know, that thing where it's like, you know, something that's imprinted in your head. Whenever I think of just somebody getting it, it's always boom, that Evan Bourne uh, RKO on the, the receiving end. I wonder how Vince at this age could take an RKO better or worse than the stunner. I don't well, He took a punt, remember? <laughs> and Cena's yeah. dad took one too. Remember that? I think side. Stephanie took one yeah. and Linda uh, took one. And yeah. I think the, the whole McMahon family. He Man. really, he had a really Shane, nice yes. run uh, during the beginning of the pandemic. In those empty crowd, the Thunderdome yeah. was there. He, he was a really big highlight of that. And that's actually my number five. Um, he had a promo on Edge in this is the, the days of the empty performance center, no crowd noise. And it was six minutes. I rewatched it today. He, he talked about how, of course, Edge said he had grit. And he talked about well, my grit is that I've been here for, you know, I didn't take nine years off like you. I'm here day in, day out. Um, talked about how, yeah, he was handed opportunities, but he's made the most of them, winning all the championships, everything else. Really good. And, and because it was that era, they would intersperse actual video clips in the promo, which, you know, they don't do now. So that was really cool. I I really enjoyed that. That was my number five. Number four, 
Randy burns down the Wyatt compound <laughs> February 28th, 2017. You guys, it, it almost feels like a blur, but Randy was in the Wyatt family. He had won the Royal mm. Rumble and um, he talks about this. He shows up on the Tron and he talks about, even though he was part of the group, he never really was in it. Bray's great in this too. He's begging Randy, don't do it as he's pouring gas on the compound. And a lot of the dialogue isn't all that great. Honestly, I was like, oh, this is kind of cringeworthy. But it's all about <laughs> the fire and doing the fucking the pose with the silhouette with the fucking compound on fire. That was so that's my number four. My number three is your number one, Kev, the Evan Bourne one. I think that was for me, that was the the birthplace of you know, out of nowhere where he can really do this any which way. That's the first one I can remember being such a non-traditional way of doing it. Uh, my number two was also your number two, Joe rumble, Joe Lewis arena. That was great. And my number one was uh, winning the rumble in the Alamo dome. I think that's 2017. I was there for that one. I am two for two of going to Royal rumbles and Randy Orton winning. So Not bad. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the meal ticket when it comes to that, but that was a fun one. That was a, a great finish. Him and Roman were the last two. Edge returned. That's the one Edge came back at, right? No, no. Edge that was, was uh, 2020. Oh, okay. Yep. That was right before the pandemic. So, um, yeah, it's Roman and, and Randy were the last two. Roman's got Randy in a way. He does the ooh goes for the spear, and Randy RKO'd the spear and threw him out of the ring. Great finish. So that was my number one. It was cool to be there live for that one. Um, great, great choices, guys. He is well-deserving of the honor of 20 years of career remembrance for this week's five count. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. All right. I guess that'll do put a bow on this week's show. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Make sure, of course, all the socials, at that wrestle pod jay i saw the youtube we're up to 25 subscribers yeah it's awesome awesome what what is what do you get when you're a youtube creator and you get a plaque you have to have like a hundred thousand yeah we're we're a little ways away from that do we get get like a paper clip (laughs) maybe we maybe at 30 we get a paper clip i don't know uh post a note with an an arrow drawn (laughs) on it i don't know man uh, yeah it's I, a I slow know. climb brother it's a slow climb uh, at this rate let's see joe math guy 25 subscribers per year to get a hundred thousand oh, subscribers <laughs> okay well you gotta have four years to get to a hundred so times that by ten thousand so forty thousand years forty thousand years <laughs> it will happen yeah there's a chance and you and if you get that you get the picture of triple h pointing at you Ooh, that's what that's, you get that's the one that you get oh, you mean this one right here which you yeah. can't see because yeah. my camera's too far away yeah, yeah i can see it, it. Yeah, i see it yep yeah yep. All right. Well, goals, baby. Big goals. Looking for goals, baby. <laughs> baby. All right. It's the American I'm... dream, baby. <laughs> as I as I go into a coughing fit, that'll officially wrap up this week's show. Hey, have a good week, everybody. Enjoy wrestling. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it. <laughs>